Hi, this is John Harlow, and I'm running for Lake County Sheriff, and you are listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Uh, so, so John, give me your background. Where are you from? Raised in Libertyville. Uh, been here my entire life. Lived in Lake County my entire life. After living in Libertyville, I moved out uh, and actually moved in Anolid, which is unincorporated Lake Bluff, where I've now been for the last 24 years. 18 years old, started working for the Nolad Fire Department. I was also fortunate enough to be picked up and hired by Lake Forest Police Department uh, as a multi-agency dispatcher. Uh, at that point, we were dispatching for three different fire departments, three different police departments, to where I then spent uh, the next almost five years uh, working for the city of Lake Forest um, as a dispatcher. Uh, after that, started testing for different departments um, and was lucky enough and fortunate enough to be uh, picked up by a department where I could actually do all three jobs. So, and I've been there ever since where I'm currently employed as a police officer, firefighter and paramedic um, for the village of Glencoe. Coming up on almost 20 years there, uh, been in the public safety business or service, I guess for the last 24, and time has definitely flown by in that amount of time. And it's been, it's definitely been an experience. Uh, one of the things that I can say is that even though I've been doing this for 24 years, my entire life's been lived around it. Um, as a third generation civil servant in the public safety field, this is all I've ever known. Uh, this is what I was raised around, uh, dealing with holidays, birthdays, uh, you know, missing certain family events. Um, it became a way of life. Uh, and, and there's nothing else that I would rather do um, than service to my community and, and to the county and, you know, nation as a whole. Um, with that, I also do have multiple uncles, cousins, and other family members who have gone into civil service as well. Uh, we have police officers, firefighters, attorneys all over the United States. Um, so it's, it's a family business. I couldn't be more proud to be in it um, than I am. And what made you decide to uh, run for sheriff? One of the things that, that I watched growing up in this community and you know this county for so many years was the increase in violence. Um, and there have been some horrific violent crimes that have been taking place over the last couple of years in this county. And, and things that growing up here, that never happened in Lake County. If you were to rewind 20 years ago, some of the crimes that are taking place right now would never have taken place back then. And it was a different era and it was a different time, but we always had the running joke uh, that the bubble uh, was put up at Lake Cook Road. And that majority of the crime and the majority of the violent crime all was uh, kept south of Lake Cook Road and in Cook County. And that just is not the case anymore. There is, there is not a single suburb in this county, and I'm speaking Lake, that is you know immune to violence anymore. And something needs to be done. Somebody needs to step up. Somebody needs to take control. Somebody has to put a priority on ending this violence protecting the residents of this county, but more importantly, our children. We have to be able to make sure that as parents, grandparents, everybody is okay with their kids going to school and not having to worry about any sort of violent acts taking place at a school, that they can go to a mall, that they can go to a movie theater and not have to worry uh, about dropping their children off to go do those things. So we need to protect our kids. Well, how do we protect our kids? We have to get involved with them. We have to be able to do community policing. You know, that's one of the oldest things in law enforcement is actually reaching out, getting into the community, speaking with people in the community, finding what their needs are, finding what their wants are. You know, there was a time 
that kids used to run the squad cars. They used to want to come up and see police officers. Now they run away from them. And, and some of that is taught, unfortunately, by society, you know, that, that we're viewed as the bad guy. And we're not, you know, we're not the bad guy. We're just the same as every single person in, in the community. We just put on a different piece of clothing when we go to work. But every day that we get home, we take off that uniform, we take off that vest, we take off that gun belt. We're no different than you. We're human. But being able to connect with people, you know, living in the communities, living in the counties is where priority needs to be put. Now, John, um, what are what are some of the things going on in Lake County now? I, I've only lived in Lake Forest three going on four years now. And the biggest problem that I see is that we leave our cars unlocked and then, uh, you know, the gangbangers come in and hop off the train and they come into Lake Forest and they check for the uh, unlocked cars. Is there, what, what else is going on? That's a crime of opportunity for them. However, it's an opportunity that they make. I'll tell you this, for the most part, especially you in Lake Forest, you live in a very, very, for the most part, safe community. You have a great police department there, phenomenal police department. In fact, in this race, um, I've actually asked the Lake Forest commander uh, to be my undersheriff who's currently employed with the Lake Forest Police Department. Uh, that's how much um, I value the work that Lake Forest Police Department does uh, and the pride that they have in doing their job and the leadership that they have at that department. So I'm going to be yeah, poaching. Which, which one? Hopefully. Day watch? Night watch? Who, which commander? Uh, he's actually on the afternoon shift right now. It's uh, Commander Dwight Davis. Okay, great. Um, who I've known Dwight, again, since I started in Lake Forest. Um you know, many, many years ago, like I said, the quality of officers that they produce is very, very high. And I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better partner to uh, take on this, uh, this job with me than him. But as far as getting back to crimes and everything else yeah. that take place, unfortunately, what we're seeing, and, and this just isn't Lake County. Um, I mean, it's all, it's all over. Criminals have learned this. Juveniles are pretty much left alone for the most part when it comes to uh, being actually charged in crimes. So what these crime organizations, gangs, whatever you want to refer to them as, have done is they've recruited these kids. Some kids as young as 12 years old who are out stealing cars. Because the fact of the matter is this, even if they do get caught, they're not being charged. To a certain extent, there's you know, juvenile laws in place that for you know, to rehabilitate a juvenile and a counsel a juvenile. Um, which I'm not, you know, completely against, but when you're talking about violent crime, um, you're not talking about a kid taking a Snickers bar out of the Walgreens. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're talking about carjackings. You're talking about motor vehicle thefts. These violent crimes need to be addressed. However, one of the problems that, you know, all law enforcement ru is running into right now is manpower and a lack of manpower. And that's putting a significant burden on the police departments not only municipal, but the sheriff's office as well. When your manpower is down to the significant levels that a lot of municipalities and the sheriff's department is, you have to pull from different um, units within those departments and bring them down to minimum staffing, whether it be your investigations unit, whether it be a warrant services unit, community relations unit, in order to actually staff the road. So one of the things, as far as one of my top priorities that we need to address with the sheriff's office is recruiting. Um, and not just recruiting from our backyard. I'm looking at a nationwide recruiting to bring in the best that we possibly can bring in 
to serve uh, the residents of Lake County. And then along with that, working with our criminal justice partners, meaning the state's attorney's office on the judges in putting a correct uh, platform in place for apps, for charging these people so that they can be held accountable for their crimes. I can't even tell you who the current sheriff is, okay? I, 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 I don't know. But having you come in, not knowing who the sh- current sheriff is, what would we notice during your watch if you get elected in? What would be different than what's currently going on now in Lake County? So one of the things um, that I, I pride myself on uh, that I, I would continue to do, and I know that um, Dwight Davis, we've had this conversation numerous times uh, in looking at how we would tackle things and how we would go about things. One, first and foremost, I'd be a working sheriff. Um, I would not be sitting behind the desk all day. You would see me out and about in the community. You would actually see me out and about and enforcing the laws. You would see me backing up deputies. Um, you know, one of the other things too is with manpower being the way that it is, I'll fill in and work a shift. I'll work a beat. I think that's going to be a, a very big difference than what they're currently uh, used to seeing uh, right now. I still love and I still enjoy doing the job. This would just be a different role in doing it, but I still love and enjoy doing this job very much. Second thing is making the deputies and the people who work for you a priority. Currently, they're not a priority in the sense of they're currently working without a contract and have been for a very long period of time. You know, I have the um, mindset that if you treat people right and you treat them like family, uh, they'll go ahead and give you 110% work versus probably the 50% they're currently giving. Um, Obviously, it's a paramilitary organization, so that rank and file structure is in place. And obviously, there are certain, you know, things that need to be followed as far as that rank and structure goes. But you got to just treat people right and take care of the people who are working for you. Because at the end of the day, if they're not happy, they're not doing a good job. If they're not doing a good job, it falls back on me. John, throwing a curveball at you, is there any way that um, the sheriff can work with like Metro police or the conductors to see who's getting dropped off in town? Is there any way to communicate? You got 20 kids just got dropped off in downtown. You know, there, there are certain things that, you know, municipal departments can do as well. Majority of the time, the cameras and whatnot that are sitting on the platforms belong to the municipality. Um, it's just, again, having the resource to dedicate to yeah. watching that video into, you know, being alerted to people who are coming. It's one of those things to where, again, manpower is so short with a lot of different departments. One of the other things that I wanted to explore too is the fire service too is very, very good at working with their neighbors. Uh, We've been doing it for decades to where on the fire side, it's pretty much commonplace for us to work with our neighbors on a daily basis. Law enforcement is starting to get there, but they just haven't caught up. But if you start putting in um, MOUs, memorandums of understanding and, and mutual aid agreements with and having it work with the county and these municipalities. From there, we can actually do more with less. Not saying that that's going to be the status quo and not saying that I would allow that because right now I think the sheriff's office, even if they were to be brought up to the numbers that they're currently down, I still think that they're understaffed. I still think that they need more uh, deputies on the road in order to operate in a safe environment. So, but for the time being, there's changes that need to be made. And some of these are gonna be changes that 
have to be made right here, right now in order to get by until the staffing levels can be bought, uh, brought back up. How do you increase the budget? Who do we, everybody's got to, you know, somebody's got to complain somewhere. Somebody's got to beef somewhere. And- Absolutely. You know, one of the things that you have to look at as far as budgeting goes is, and, and it's a review of the entire process of number one, out of the things that you have budgeted for, what's working and what's not. If you start looking at expenditures and of X and X really hasn't brought you any improvement, you know, in the last three to five years, um, but that money can go from X to Y and you can see an immediate improvement in, in certain areas. Obviously, raising taxes is not a good thing. Nobody ever wants to raise taxes. In fact, people uh, want their taxes to go down. And we, you know, here in Lake County, in a lot of areas, you know, their taxes are pretty high. That falls back on this too, because people pay the taxes they do. They deserve a high level of service and the customer service aspect of the job too. Um, they expect a little bit more, but then again, every single person should expect that from law enforcement. They should expect no matter where you come from, no matter what you do, no matter who you pay taxes to, that they're going to get that, that level of caring, that concern, and that little bit extra, which, which I hope to, uh, to impress upon uh, the deputies and in the Lake County Sheriff's office. John, do you have any upcoming events? I do. Uh, actually, we just got done with a very successful um, petition signing event over at Puck's Pub uh, here in Lake Bluff about a week ago. Uh, currently, what we do have on the books, which I'm looking very forward to, is uh, February 18th at 730 um, at the original Sundance Saloon out in Mundelein. Uh, we're going to be having another meet and greet uh, petition signing event, as well as the absolute amazing music uh, from the band Bella Kane. Uh, is going to be playing there that night. So that that's definitely one we have on the books coming up. Can't wait to uh, for that one. Another one we have coming up is February 25th um, at North Shore Sports Club in Lake Forest. Uh, we will be doing another meet and greet petition signing event there as well. And that's going to be from 6 to 9 uh, on February 25th. We're currently adding uh, dates weekly uh, to these different events. Go ahead and follow me on my Facebook page to keep abreast of... Uh, you know, what's upcoming and where we've been and where we're going. Give us the Facebook page. Jonathan John Harlow for Lake County Sheriff. Uh, there you can go ahead and see all events that we have coming up. Learn a little bit more about me, uh, what my thoughts are, what my vision is. Um, and uh, reach out to me, get involved. Always looking for volunteers, always looking for supporters uh, and for people to join uh, this campaign. And the election's in June, is that right? Or the primaries in June? Primaries in June and the general elections in November, yes. In November. Okay, got it. Okay, great. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the show today. No, thank you for having me. This has been great. And uh, I look forward to hopefully again doing this in the future with you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, this first of many. Don't worry about it. <laughs>